the gift of life is available right here, right now. And if you can go through your life being here, you're living your life right. Because all of the magic, all of the things that you think you want are available here. Yet so often we're not here to actually catch those gifts. We're worried about the future. We're lost in the past and we're missing the gifts that are coming to us all of the time. So this is where a mindfulness practice, a meditation practice, grounding rituals, journaling, to have something, some sort of a ritual to keep you here now. And it's a skill set that you can learn. The more that you learn it, the more okay you will be with your present moment experience. Okay. With that, being able to be with what's here right now is really important. So Oftentimes we're walking around discombobulated from our actual experience. We're living in our heads and we're disconnected from the sensations and the emotions in our body. And so if we're not connected to the emotions and sensations in our body here and now, well, then we're separating ourselves. Hello, beautiful. I'm your host, Samantha Roberto, founder of the Vibrancy Method program, and I am honored to be your life and mindset coach today. I believe we are most vibrant when we are authentically ourselves, and quite often, it's our challenging moments in life that shape us to be that best version. I also believe that deep down, we all have an unshakable confidence within us, and sometimes we just need to be reminded of the light within and who we truly Truly are. So here we share empowered women's stories to highlight the importance of honoring the journey and to learn from their lessons. We've got a great episode for you today, so let's get to it. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to this week's episode. I am uh, really looking forward to what comes through today because this is a total transmission on a topic that has been on my heart all morning. And I'm like, I have to do a podcast episode on it just for you because this topic of abundance is something that I think we all deep down crave. We all deep down love. And yet so many of us, myself, I'm guilty included, way too often blocks ourselves from actually immersing ourselves and experiencing the flow of abundance that is available to us. We are literally cutting ourselves off, oftentimes unconsciously, but we are cutting ourselves off from the abundance, the infinite abundance that is available. So this transmission, this podcast episode is going to explore the topic of abundance and share with you different things that you can do to open up that channel, open up that flow. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to guide you through a very powerful process, one that I actually did myself personally this morning that will help you activate the abundance that's in your life guaranteed. Okay. So to kick it off, I'm going to share with you one of my favorite Rumi quotes, and that is, I crave love so deep that the ocean would be jealous. Crave a love so deep that the ocean would be jealous. Because to be honest, when you think about love and when you think about abundance, there is a depth that comes with it. There is like, there is an infinite depth that goes. And yeah, you could stay on the top of the ocean. Like I'm thinking of an ocean metaphor now. Yes, you can stay on the top of a boat or maybe stay on the shore of land and look at the ocean. Or you can be brave enough to go and take a boat and go actually go out into the ocean and experience the ocean, the waves, the current, you know, the sun on your skin from the, the feeling of the boat, being in a boat and experiencing the top of the ocean. 
Or you could be brave enough and maybe you can get a mask and you can jump into the ocean and you can, you know, maybe do some snorkeling around and sort of get that perspective from the top and really get to experience the ocean from that bird's eye view looking down. Or you can go and you can put the tank on your back. You can put your scuba, scuba mask on and you can immerse yourself down. Loop, 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 loop. And I don't know about you if you've ever been scuba diving, but scuba diving is one of my all-time favorite activities. I absolutely love diving because in the moments when you are, you know, 18 meters underwater, 30 meters underwater, whatever, whether you have your advanced or beginner's license, and you are in this infinite, abundant ecosystem of the ocean, you realize the speck of life that you are, because there's this whole ecosystem that when you were on shore, when you were in the boat, when you were on top, you can't fully immerse yourself in and you can't fully experience. But when you get down there and there's these schools of fish and these massive manta rays and these sharks go by and dolphins, I've even seen dolphins go by in the most perfect symphony of life and nature in action you realize just how flowy and fluid and fluent the natural current of life is. Yet when we're on shore, when we're on land, we can be in our minds and we forget and we think we're, you know, our the world is what's our world and what's happening within us. And we get so caught up in the day-to-day mundane things. Yet my love, try scuba diving for just like one day. Even go do a discovery dive when you have a chance. Next time you're on a vacation to like an all-inclusive, go sign up for like the discovery dive. You don't even need your license. Go experience the ocean because in that moment, you will just let go and you will be so freaking present to the beauty that's around you that your heart will be full, that life will feel full. And in those moments, when you connect so deeply to nature, All of a sudden, these existential, deep, profound questions just start bubbling up from within you. And it's what I love about nature is that nature is our biggest teacher. You know, if you ever want any answers to questions that you didn't even know you had, (laughs) that's the cool thing about it. You will get the answers to questions that you didn't even know that you had when you go and you spend some time out in nature. And it doesn't take long. Yet in our busy go, go, go life, in our busy world, we're so consumed and living in our heads, thinking about things that really don't matter and making mountains out of mine holes, mole hills, (laughs) ant hills. I don't know. I'm going to screw it up, but you know what I mean? Making mountains out of things that just really don't matter. When in reality, even above on surface, in land, in every everyday life, there is this beautiful symphony around us. And if only we are present enough and living in our hearts, in our being centered within, are we really going to be able to notice it? Okay. So when I speak of abundance, when you say abundance, oftentimes people automatically go to the moolah. They automatically go to money. It's like abundance is money, money in the bank, your wealth, your assets, keeping up with the Joneses and all of that. And yes, okay, that is important, but it's not everything. It's important, but it's not everything. And if we place all of our significance on those things, on those external material possessions, you could have all of the money in the world. You could have all of the experiences in the world, yet you will feel empty inside because true abundance 
comes from being in the moment and from this overflowing feeling of life, this current of energy that fulfills you from within. Okay. So number one, abundance, the rules of abundance. These are my rules. I'm just making up and we're going to go with them. Honor what is right here, right now. You want to have more abundance in your life. You're going to have to learn to be hyper aware of the subtleties within your mind, body, heart, soul connection. And I'm going to repeat that again and write this down if you can. You want to be hyper aware of the subtleties of your mind, body, soul, heart connection. The more you are aware of what's going on in your internal ocean, your internal universe, the internal, eternal present, the more fulfilled and the more abundant you will feel. The more connected you will feel to every single thing around you the more aware you will be of that symphony that surrounds you. When we're not in the present moment, when we're not honoring what is right here, right now, and aware of our experience in that capacity, our minds tend to play tricks on us and it pulls us out either anxious about the future or worried about the past. And so if you're worrying about the past, if you're worrying about, you know, what happened, you know, way back when, when you were, a child or a teenager or last week or what's going to happen at work, going to be splitting your presence. You're separating yourself from observing the symphony that is here, right here, right now. Or if you're worrying about the future and you're anxious and you don't know what's going to happen and you're living in a space of fear, you are separating yourself. You are literally taking your presence, your ability to access the abundance, the ability to access that symphony, that ocean, that beautiful flow, that current of life, and you are minimizing it. And nobody is doing it but yourself. Okay. So what you want to do is you want to keep yourself in the now, because in the now, the present, the gift, it's the gift. The gift of life is available right here, right now. And if you can go through your life being here, you're living your life right. Because all of the magic, all of the things that you think you want are available here. Yet so often we're not here to actually catch those gifts. We're worried about the future. We're lost in the past and we're missing the gifts that are coming to us all of the time. So this is where a mindfulness practice, a meditation practice, grounding rituals, journaling, to have something, some sort of a ritual to keep you here now. And it's a skill set that you can learn. The more that you learn it, the more okay you will be with your present moment experience, okay? With that, being able to be with what's here right now is really important. So oftentimes we're walking around discombobulated from our actual experience. We're living in our heads and we're disconnected from the sensations and the emotions in our body. And so if we're not connected to the emotions and sensations in our body here now, well, then we're separating ourselves. But the more willing you are to be with what is actually coming up for you, the more beautiful it's going to become because you're going to be able to access that depth of emotion, that depth of experience that's available to you in this lifetime. So number two, rule number two of abundance is do not bypass. Okay. So as you are here right now and you're honoring what's coming up for you, We're not saying to just pretend like everything is okay and that life is good and you have to be happy and to have a smile on your face. Do not bypass is the second key to accessing abundance. Because if you're not willing to deal with what's going on in your internal experience and you just try to 
band-aided and bypass and pretend like everything's okay, your energy, your energetic body, your frequency actually emits a vibe, a currency, a currency, a frequency. I call it your energetic currency. And that currency is felt. And so if you are emitting a low vibrational frequency, if you are emitting a frequency of fear, of anxiousness, of overwhelm, of doubt, of worry, of sadness, of heartache, of heartbreak, yet it's within you and you're not willing to actually acknowledge it and be with it and accept it and love on it and be okay with it, and you're separating yourself and you're pushing it down, what's happening is that you're actually creating more resistance with it and in your unwillingness to explore those emotions and explore the depths of what's coming up within your soul, you're actually almost like a pressure cooker, like making it live stronger within you. And maybe not today, maybe not next week, maybe it's in a month, maybe in a year, maybe in five years or 10 years, it's going to come up. And what happens often is the stuff that we weren't able or willing or aware to deal with in our past is often that in those pressure cookers and they come up in our present. So until we slow down enough and are with the present moment and then get curious about what's coming up for us and actually go to the pressure cooker, turn down the dial, open it up, let out some steam, it's just going to keep causing problems within. It's going to keep triggering you and activating you in ways that are not serving your most abundant self. Okay. There's something so beautiful, so utterly beautiful about this existence in this lifetime and the depth that we're able to feel, the range of emotions that we're able to feel as a human. And unless you're willing to honor all of it, you're never really going to get to experience the bliss, the love, the color in its full spectrum. So what I would recommend if you're at a point, and, and I've been in this, this past year has been one of the most challenging years of my freaking life. And I haven't really shared too much why, but it, it, you know, it's, it's a very layered and very complex, um, behind the scenes. I want to say almost like entangling I've been going through with family dynamics, with, um, just a lot of deeper painful experiences happening behind the scenes. Yet, Instead of ignoring what's happening for me in the right now, aka the past 10 months of my life, I've chosen to sit with it, to be with it, and to take my time and take the patience to actually sit there and pick away at like the knot within and slowly but surely take the time to untangle that string of energy. So I almost want you to, to imagine this like, like that, like a, a ball of yarn and there's a string with all of these different knots and yeah, you can ignore the knots, but anytime you go to pull at the yarn, anytime you have it there, you can see them and it's going to irritate you or like think of messy jewelry. You know, we all have those, those, when we put jewelry into a box and then all of the necklaces get entangled. Sure. You can ignore the untangled jewelry for maybe weeks, maybe months, maybe years, but eventually when <laughs> you want to go out and there's that perfect necklace that you are waiting for that you want to get, you're going to have to go and spend the time little by little to pull at the knots and to figure out the intricacies of the entanglement to release it and let it go. So the invitation with not bypassing is choosing in the present right here, right now 
to go to that drawer, pull out the mess of all the jewelry and in your own time, in your own way, just start entangling it. Maybe on a Sunday afternoon, maybe today, maybe right now you just start or you wait until the very last minute until the hour before you need the necklace for the dress and you remember and you realize and you're stressed and you're anxious and you go to untangle and the necklace breaks and then you're in a frenzy. Okay. So that's kind of the same way of, of uh, not bypassing emotions like and, and being there. Your willingness to deal with them, your willingness to untangle them is going to create more ease and more grace in your life moving forward. And it's going to give you more depth, that depth of the ocean, the perspective of the symphony. And that's going to come from doing the inner work. That's going to come from after you have the mindfulness and the awareness of being here now, the presence, you're going to be able to see the entanglements. It's the stories that your mean girl in your head, I like to call her, the subconscious mind, that part of you that tells you that you're not enough and that you're not worthy and that you don't deserve abundance and that abundance is never going to come to you. And maybe she can have it, but not you because that's not your life and tell you all the reasons why this, 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 this. The entanglement is actually going and taking the time to understanding the limiting stories within and taking the time to untangle those knots. And this is really powerful. This is, you know, where personally I really love, I've, I always have mentors, coaches, spiritual teachers, guidance, because oftentimes when we're in our own entanglements, we actually can't see or witness the knots because they're happening on such deep, deep levels. But when held by somebody in a safe container and guided with someone to be able to go there, that level of safety And that energetic support, like almost like somebody's energetically holding your hand and walking alongside you helps you. And it helps. I've seen it with my clients time and time again. It helps them with the courage to go beyond their comfort zone into the space of new. And when it comes to these deeper entanglements, you know, when it comes to releasing these deeper knots within, we cannot untangle them or we, we can't untangle them from where we are, but oftentimes we need to go beyond our comfort zone from a new mind and a new energy to be able to get the new perspective, to be able to dissolve and, uh, and release them at their root. Coaching is so powerful. And a lot of my clients, uh, soul surgery, we do this where you can hold that capacity, you can hold that space. And once you go and you unknot those knots that have likely been there for a really, really long time, you don't have to deal with them. It's done. You move through life a lot more gracefully and you're a lot more open to being in the present moment and a lot more open to the abundance that is. And number three is tapping into the abundance that is. That's that's exactly the point. It's tapping into the abundance and the portal within your heart. My love, this holistic approach to healing is using your mind, your body, and your soul to tap into the heart. So number one, honoring what is right now is having awareness of the body, right? Number two, don't be bypassy. It's having the awareness to the stories of your mind. And then number three, tapping into your heart. Your heart is a portal, my love. Hey, love. While I hate to interrupt this totally magical episode, I do want to talk to you about your inner mean girl. Your inner mean girl is the voice inside your head that blocks you from lining with your best feeling, most confident, magnetic, purposeful, and abundant self. 
Having awareness to the stories that she's telling you and holding you back is the first step if you want to change. So to find out more what limiting stories she might be telling you, feel free to take my free inner mean girl quiz that is going to be popped into the show notes. Now let's get back to today's episode. And I'm going to repeat that Rumi quote, I crave a love so deep that the ocean would be jealous. You remember that scene in Titanic with the heart of the ocean and there was that jewel that represented like the depth of love that's available between Rose and Jack. <laughs> oh my God, how perfect. See, it's, it's, that is the necklace we are going for. I just thought about it right now, but it's the perfect metaphor to go off the metaphor that we just came from that beautiful jewel, the heart of the ocean right here, right now, that necklace, you're energetically wearing it on you. FYI. I always say to my, to clients, um, and just our invisible crown, you're a queen, you've got an invisible crown. And it's important that as women, we stick together and we help straighten each other's crowns. We know when they're a little bit off or when we forget that it's not there right now, my love, you are wearing the heart of the ocean around your neck. And I want you to just, you know, maybe put a hand on your heart and just take a nice, beautiful, deep breath all the way in. And just have gratitude for this moment. So much to be grateful for right here, right now. But the thing is, is that we often forget because we're not in the moment. We're being bypassy. But the easiest way to tap into it really comes from a state of gratitude and developing a gratitude practice. Highly, highly, highly recommend that you do this. You start every single day with five things you're grateful for. You end every single day with five things you're grateful for. Let gratitude be the bookends of your day. And I'm going to share with you, I, I told you at the beginning of this uh, this solo cast that I wanted to share a very powerful practice, okay? So I want you to do this. And then you need to do it by the end of the day. Ideally, you could even you know do it right after this episode, or even you pause it right now and you go and you do it. So here's the instructions. I want you to get a pen and paper, maybe your journal, and I want you to write down 50, the names of 50 people who have touched your lives. And just allow yourself to go off and to list them one at a time. And as you think of each person, I want you to just connect to the energy of them and the moment and how they've touched you. And then send them that love from your heart to theirs. Okay? So the assignment is write down 50 names. And as you write down each name, so if it's your mom, you write down your mom, and then you think about the first thing that comes up, how has she, you know, added to your life or changed your life or affected your life and then connect from your heart and send her love right here, right now. And it can be somebody who is alive, somebody who has passed, somebody that you know, somebody that you don't know. It could be somebody famous. It could be an author. It could be, you know, a teller at a grocery store or at the bank or, you know, a beggar at the grocery store. It could be your barista. It could be the person that smiled at you this morning on your walk literally anybody, but you have to do 50. And chances are, as you start going and as you start opening the currents of your heart, your your portal of love, it'll be easier and easier to think of more names. And you might have even more than 50. Feel free to go for more, but at least 50. And so as you go through this practice, which I did this morning, I could feel my own heart and my own body being flooded with gratitude and flooded with the energy of abundance. And it's flooded 
with the energy of abundance that's available right here, right now. And on an energetic scale, scale, it brought up the vibration. I could feel my aura expanding. I could feel myself bringing my attention to the present moment. And there were even some of those names of people who I haven't thought about in 20 years, friends who I haven't spoken to in over three years, someone from JK who popped in my mind. And there was just something about that friendship that I was grateful for past lovers who I haven't spoken to in a long time, new lovers who've just entered my life, you know, recently. And so each of these characters, each of these people, as I went through this process, I'm expanding the portal of my heart, filling it with love and then sharing that love with them. And the funny thing is the way that energy works is that they don't even have to know by you sending this love and you sending the energy, it will be received. It is received and it will be felt because we're not confined by just our bodies. We have an energetic body. And the truth is, my love, we're all connected as one, but we just think we're separated in this human experience. And the reason why we think we are separated in this human experience is because we are so lost in our senses. We are so like warped in our five senses, which work as gifts because it helps us experience the world. But as we experience what we see, what we taste, what we smell, what we hear, what we touch, it makes us feel very individual or it can make us feel very individual in our experience and pull us out of the truth that we're actually all one. Not going to go into this. We go deeper in uh, a lot of my programs, but that's just a little, a little, um, a little sprinkle of the magic. And you don't need long to actually realize this. Literally, go spend time in nature. Like I said at the beginning, go get your scuba divers license or go do a discovery dive and go down into the ocean for twenty minutes. And when you come back up, you will be like, "Wow, wow, wow, wow!" There is this beautiful symphony that is happening down there, and you are a part of it in your own way. And you'll realize that existential truth that even on land, there's this beautiful symphony and you are a part of it in your own way. And so going back to that exercise, what I love about the 50 people exercise is when you look at that list of the 50 people and you think about the impact that they have had on your life, I want you to multiply it by like a thousand, (laughs) even more because the amount of impact that you have had on other people's lives, think about the list and look at the list that you just wrote or that you're hopefully going to write, that you will write. The fact that you're listening to this, I want you to do your homework. <laughs> you, want, you want to tap into abundance? You got to do some of the work. We're doing some untangling through this exercise where we're going to the jewelry and doing some of the knots. But look at the list of the names of the people on there. And I bet you some of the people who are there are going to surprise you, people that you haven't thought about in so long. And think about if those people were to do a list, chances are you would be on their hearts too. And so many other people, if you actually took the time every single day to open and to acknowledge and to be present to the people who've had an impact on your life, it's endless. Lists upon lists upon lists upon lists. And so this was a reminder for me this past week, because in in, uh, the group coaching program, I'm running the vibrancy method. We've been talking about how we live in the hearts of so many other people. And this list is going to show, it's going to prove that these people are living in your heart in some some way or some form. And so when you have moments where you feel alone, lonely, like there's nobody there, not enough, and you forget your truth, just remember 
this. Remember this exercise and remember the truth is you're actually living alive in the hearts of so many people and people you wouldn't even know that you've affected. And the beautiful thing is, is the ripple effect that this creates from you living in the hearts of the people you don't even know you've affected. And they've carried that energy, your essence within. You don't know how that's been passed on and how that's impacted their lives too. So why not in this moment, in this here and now, choose to be a kind, loving human, choose to use your presence as a gift for healing, as a gift to help others tap into the abundance that's available. Breathe in deeply. And exhale to release. The most beautiful part about this work is that the more that you're open to it and the more that you go and you you know undo the knots and you start flowing in the current of life in the present, the more available it's going to be for you and the easier it is going to be able to access and our entire outer world, our entire like reflection of everything else is actually a reflection of what's happening within. So if you want change in the outside, always start within. And this, my love, these three exercises of what honoring what's now, don't be bypassy, and then tap into the abundance that's in your heart is an amazing way to start. So I'm going to finish off this abundance episode, this transmission this channeled message with a story um, of earlier this week. So early this week, I was at Cafe Olympico, the adorable coffee shop that I go to frequent often. Um, I'm loving, I cannot tell you how much I love this season of life of living my cutest, my best life here in Montreal. It's been such a gift. I had no idea I was going to come here, you know, a year ago. I had no idea that it was in the cards that I would have this chapter of this like romantic love affair with this city where I would get my life and my myself back. Um, if you're curious about that, go listen to the episodes a couple, a couple earlier and uh, where I share about my breakup and um, two or three episodes before this, where I share, you know, just personally what I've gone through in the past two years, but I was sitting in this coffee shop doing my journaling, my morning practice. And the gentleman sat beside me who was drinking his coffee. He says, you write a lot, don't you? I looked at him. I said, yeah, I do actually. He says, I know. I, I actually saw you yesterday. You were here or you were, you were writing. And I just thought it was so beautiful to see somebody just so enthralled in their work and so just in their world. And, you know, I was so curious about what it is you're writing. And so I shared with him a little bit about my journaling practice and what I was doing. And, uh, and then he told me, he says, you know, journaling is important. And he said, I journal too. And so I said, oh, no, no way. I would, you know, if I, I'm a massive journaler. I think it's an amazing tool. And, and I have so many different techniques. I would love to know, like, what's your practice? And he said, every single day for the past couple of years, I have always written at the end of the day, you know, three stories of really beautiful things that happen and things that I have to be grateful for. And I said, how lovely is that? I said, you know, gratitude is, is a really amazing practice to adopt. It's really going to help you with your state of being and be more anchored in that present moment and be grateful. He says, yeah, you know, it, absolutely. I agree with you. He says, but do you want to know the real reason why I'm doing this? And I said, of course. He said, I lost my wife six and a half years ago and I've been a single parent since. And my hope is that one day 
when my daughter loses me, that she will find these journals and she'll be reminded, you know, of what a beautiful life I lived and, um, and what a beautiful life it was to live it with her. Cause he's always like, when he's writing his journals, he's always writing it almost like, like a, like a letters to his daughter and a story to his daughter. And he says, she doesn't know I do this, but my hope in my heart is that one day in the perfect moment when she needs it, when I'm not here, she's going to find these gifts for her. I swear to God, I was just like, oh my, wow, 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 wow. I, um, I literally had to hold myself back from tears. And I always say with the clients I work with, journaling is such a beautiful practice and it's such a gift for your future self because oftentimes in a moment we feel like the moment's not changing and we feel so stuck and we feel like, you know, things may not be working out. But yet if you were to write every single day and you developed a practice of journaling, of writing, of working through your thoughts, of processing, and you stuck with that practice for years, you could go and you could pull a journal up, you can open up the pages and you would be surprised and shocked. It would be a gift to your future self to see, to be able to read and get access to your state of mind in the past, knowing what you've overcame, knowing how far you've come, knowing what was going to be on the next pages of your future. And for me, I've been basically journaling for the past eight years. And anytime that I've been drawn to kind of go through an old journal and just randomly open up a page, it's always, always, always never failed been the exact message that I needed in that time. The exact message I needed, the exact wisdom I needed came from my past self through a journal in that time. And the beautiful thing is that to get, you know, into metaphor again, we're all in this moment writing the, the book of our lives. And right now, this current moment, this present moment, we are writing on a page. You are writing on a page. And if you were to look at the past, there are pages filled with your writing. And if you look at the future, there are blank pages filled with infinite possibility. And you never know what story it's going to be. If it's going to be a love story, if it's going to be a romance, if it's going to be, you know, sorrows, if it's going to be heartbreak. But when you write and you bring the mindfulness to it, you know, it's, it's just, it's such, such, such a gift to have presence. So when he, this gentleman told me that he's doing it for his daughter, like I said, I, 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 a part of me like died inside out of love for him. I was just like, this is the sweetest thing I've ever heard. And she's absolutely going to find those journals one day. And what a gift. And then he looked at me and he said, yeah, he's like, you know, the hardest part is he's like, so much of me wishes. He's like, it's a practice I I started doing when I lost my wife six and a half years ago. But, and then he started choking up and then he, and then he apologized. He said, but I'm, I'm so, I'm so sorry. And he started crying. And I said, why are you apologizing? I said, you don't have to apologize. I said, it's, it's beautiful. He says that it's been six and a half years and I still get this feeling, this overwhelming feeling of just, I miss her so much. And, um, And my offering to him, I just sort of, you know, held space and it's just, just breathing. And I just, I said to him, I said, asked him actually to take a deep breath into his heart. And I said, never apologize again for when this overwhelming emotions come, because when they come, it's because you're accessing the depth of love of her living in your heart. She's not gone because she is alive and she is well in your heart. And when you are flooded with these emotions, with these tears, with this depth of ocean of love, let it come and celebrate it because she's still here. I'm I'm witnessing it right now. She is still with you right here, right now. And he just looked at me 
and the tears, like poor guy, the tears just came and he let it out and offered him a hug. And you could just feel the energetic release, the allowance, the love, the, the okayness of his grief, of his sorrow, of his love. And that right there for me was like a key of abundant, unlocking a door of abundance within. And that gentleman sharing and asking that question, being present in the moment, noticing me yesterday at the coffee shop, having the presence to say, Hey, you know, open up the conversation. And both of our presence meeting in that, in that moment was, was like access to the portal of the heart within. There was a gift exchange through both of our presence in that moment that filled both of our tanks, that lifted our vibrations, that lifted our frequency. And so walking through that door of that coffee shop was almost like walking through a portal because who I was walking out was an elevated frequency, an elevated state. And that gift within, I could carry it within and I could share it with everybody else. And it was beautiful and it was invisible. You know, there wasn't a transfer of material things within that exchange, but there was absolutely a transfer. There was absolutely a cycle of abundance that was circling through our presence. And so that is the gift that's available for all of us. If only we take the time to slow down and notice. So my love, I hope you have an abundant filled day, abundantly filled day. And I'm going to leave you with this one Oprah quote that I also love. And it says, you can see yourself as a wave in the ocean or as the ocean. I love you and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Would love to hear what you think. And until next week, keep being you, be beautiful. Thanks for listening. If you love today's episode, we have many more amazing topics to come. So make sure to subscribe to never miss a beat. And since you made it this far, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Samantha Roberto and tell me what was your biggest takeaway? I want to know if you're looking for even more support, make sure to check out samantharoberto.com for more information about my coaching packages and stay tuned because next week we have another incredible episode being dropped. And don't worry if you're super eager, we have a whole bunch of binge worthy life-changing episodes already posted so you can keep going there. Remember, you are most beautiful when you are you. So turn up your light and shine and we'll see you next week. Thank you.